Pro-Palestinian protests have popped up on college campuses across the country. But from the eyes of students, what are we missing? From the outside, these protests are painted as really violent when that couldn't be further from the truth. I'm Brittany Luce, host of NPR's It's Been a Minute, and I'm inviting you to hear from student journalists who see what the rest of us cannot. On It's Been a Minute from NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. The Biden administration is imposing more than 500 fresh sanctions on Russia. U.S. officials blame the Kremlin for last week's death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. And Russia's war in Ukraine is about to enter its third year with no end in sight. NPR's Joanna Kakissis reports from Ukraine's second largest city, Kharkiv, which is taking drastic steps to protect itself from a prolonged Russian assault. Kharkiv is about 20 miles from Russia, and Russian forces strike the city nearly every day with missiles and drones. Yet residents are staying put, says lawmaker Maria Mezenseva, who represents Kharkiv. Like, we can't accept the idea that we can give up. So the longer it goes, the more people get tired, of course. After two years of war, children are especially exhausted. So the city is building nine schools underground to keep them safe. NPR visited an underground school that's set to open next month. It will accommodate up to 900 students in dozens of classrooms. Hundreds of children also study at some of Kharkiv's subway stations, which double as bomb shelters. Joanna Kakissis, NPR News, Kharkiv. Cybersecurity researchers are poring over a major leak of documents from China. NPR's Jenna McLaughlin says the material comes from a firm that appears to be hacking around the world on behalf of the Chinese government. It looks like this is a collection of documents stolen from one specific Chinese technology company called Isun. So they're a contractor for Chinese agencies like the Ministry of State Security and the People's Liberation Army. There's some public information on the company, but this gives us a really rare look into more of their sensitive business. The documents include marketing materials, details about hacking technology and some of their hacking operations, as well as some other targets. NPR's Jenna McLaughlin reporting. Lawmakers in Florida have passed a ban on social media accounts for children under the age of 16. As Valerie Crowder reports from Tallahassee, it's unclear if Governor Ron DeSantis will sign the bill into law, having voiced his concerns about whether the ban takes away parental rights. Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok would likely become off-limits for many children in the state if the bill becomes law. Florida House Speaker Paul Renner says the goal is to protect children from the addictive features of those platforms and other potential harms. We've made changes throughout this process that I believe make this bill not only the strongest in the nation, but also one that will pass constitutional muster. And we're very excited about what this means for the future of our children here in Florida. Opponents say it would take away parents' rights to make choices for their children. DeSantis has indicated that he doesn't believe the measure would survive a legal challenge, and it remains unclear if he'll sign it. For NPR News, I'm Valerie Crowder in Tallahassee. You're listening to NPR News from Washington. People in Alabama who are using IVF treatments to become pregnant are finding that treatment is being interrupted. The Alabama Supreme Court says frozen embryos are children. Fertility clinics in Alabama say they now face legal jeopardy and cannot care for their patients. A London woman whose British citizenship was revoked after she traveled to Syria as a teenager to join ISIS has lost an appeal to get her passport back. NPR's Lauren Freyer has more from London. 
It was big news in the UK when 15-year-old Shamima Begum disappeared from East London in 2015 with two other teenagers, suspected of being recruited online by the Islamic State. Four years later, Begum surfaced in a Syrian refugee camp after marrying an ISIS fighter, and the UK revoked her British citizenship on national security grounds. She says she was trafficked to Syria and gave birth to three babies there who all died in infancy. Judges on the the UK's Court of Appeal have nevertheless turned down her request to have her citizenship restored. Begum remains in northeast Syria without a passport. Lauren Freyer, NPR News, London. A private U.S. company has successfully landed its probe on the moon. The last moments before touchdown near the moon's south pole were suspenseful. The laser navigation system on the Odysseus probe did not work properly. But mission managers were able to use backup equipment to get the craft safely to the lunar surface yesterday. The Odysseus is the first American probe to safely land on the moon in more than 50 years. This is NPR. Listen to this podcast sponsor-free on Amazon Music with a Prime membership or any podcast app by subscribing to NPR News Now Plus at plus.npr.org. That's plus.npr.org.